Are you trying to squeeze the starting solid food stuff into your already busy schedule? Well, I have an all-in-one done-for-you solution that's going to take the guesswork out of feeding your baby. My online program is called Baby Led Weaning with Katie Ferraro. It contains all of my baby led weaning training videos, the original 100 First Foods content library, plus a 100-day meal plan with recipes like the exact sequence of which foods to feed in which order. So if you want to stop trying to piece all this feeding stuff together on your own, I would be honored if you would join me inside of the program. You can get signed up at babyledweaning.co slash program. Checking in about food allergies and introducing allergenic foods. And have you done peanut with your baby yet? Well, intact nuts and thick globs of nut butters like peanut butter are choking hazards for babies, but we want to get that peanut protein into your baby early and often in order to help lower the risk of peanut allergy down the road. My absolute favorite way to introduce peanuts for babies is using the Puffworks Baby Peanut Puffs. So When you hear puffs, like you're probably like, oh, those starchy little puff things. Like, no, no, no. Not the little ones that earlier eaters can't pick up. Those kind of crappy puffs from the store that have added sugar and refined grains and lots of salt. Uh uh. The Puffworks baby peanut puffs have no added sugar. They have just a smidge of sodium for preservatives, and they are the perfect size for baby led weaning. They're about the size of your adult pinky finger. So, you can, baby can pick them up, self-feed them, but they're so soft that they dissolve in your baby's mouth so you can introduce these peanut puffs even before your baby has teeth. Puffworks also makes a baby almond puff for the safe introduction of a separate allergenic food category. That's tree nuts. And now, finally, Puffworks put out a combo case. So it's half baby peanut and half baby almond. So if you want to grab one case, then you can knock out two new allergenic foods. We do these on different days, though. These are just the no-stress, low-mess way to get peanut and tree nut out of the way. So you can get 15% off everything at puffworks.com when you use the affiliate discount code BLWPOD. That's a new code. It's BLWPOD. Use that sucker at checkout at puffworks.com and get peanut and tree nut safely out of the way. Whatever's trending on TikTok, of course, immediately trickles down into parents asking questions like, Katie, is this safe for my baby to eat? And because tinned fish is blowing up on TikTok. As someone who's been creating BLW sardine content since 2016, I know I, for one, am really excited about the rest of the world finally catching on to the benefits of offering babies canned seafood. Now, of course, we need to weigh that with some of the potential safety concerns regarding mercury toxicity, but there's a lot of benefits and there are definitely safe ways we can do canned fish for babies. Hey there, I'm Katie Ferraro, registered dietitian, college nutrition professor, and mom of seven specializing in baby led weaning. Here on the Baby Led Weaning Made Easy podcast, I help you strip out all of the noise and nonsense about feeding, leaving you with the confidence and knowledge you need to give your baby a safe start to solid foods using baby led weaning. So what do you guys think is going to be hot and trending in the infant feeding world in 2023? Now, none of us knows what the new year holds for us, but we know a few things, right? Your baby is going to continue to get older. Your baby is going to continue to hit those feeding and nutrition milestones. You are going to continue to offer your baby an increasingly wide variety of foods and flavors and tastes and textures, all working towards that end goal of your baby being able to eat 100 foods before they turn one, if not more in your efforts to raise an independent eater and prevent picky eating. That's what baby led weaning is all about. And I've got some 2023 infant feeding trends and predictions that I think we might be seeing or hearing more of in the new year. All right, first up, talking about prioritizing mom's mental health. I love the increased focus on mom's mental health from 
all aspects of a parenting, right? It's not just the psych and mental health people talking about this now. We've got mom influencers talking about mental health. We've got pediatricians asking about it, which is awesome. I just interviewed, if you guys listened to the last episode, Libby Ward from the TikTok account, Diary of an Honest Mom. Her take on mental health, I'm like, you are so poised in 2023. She already blew up like a couple of years ago, but like she is on a trajectory because everything she's saying, I feel like is so on point about really making sure that we're taking care of ourselves as moms. Because as my mom always told me, you can't take care of other people if you don't take care of yourself. And sometimes that feels selfish, but I like that like as a movement in parenting, we're like, no, we need to take care of ourselves and we need to take care of our mental health. So I'm looking forward to seeing more of that. If you guys want to check out Libby's episode, it was called Holiday Food Stress Stuff. Coping Tips from Diary of an Honest Mom, Libby Ward. That was episode 292. And we talk a lot about mental health and mom's mental health in that episode. I think we're also going to be seeing a lot more in the new year about the link between severe eczema and food allergy risk, right? We've known for a while that a baby having severe eczema, not your run-of-the-mill eczema that all babies have, but severe eczema puts baby in the high risk category for peanut allergy, right? There's two things that put your baby at high risk for peanut allergy if they're going to be there. That's having an established egg allergy and or severe eczema. And so I know us as a brand and a company and myself as a baby led weaning dietitian have been looking much more closely at this emerging research about the link between eczema and food allergy, not in any way to blame or shame parents who end up with babies who have food allergies and say, oh, it's because you didn't treat the eczema. That's certainly not the case. There are lots of contributing factors to food allergy development, and we do not understand all or even many of them, but we are starting to learn more about the importance of helping to protect your baby's skin barrier. And the notion that what you put on your baby's body is just as important as what you put in your baby's body. So I know we've been doing a lot more content about eczema, but I think we're going to be doing much more about it in the new year and very excited about some of the research that's coming out. If your baby does have eczema, even mild eczema, it is important to treat that eczema. Sometimes parents, especially if you're like a second time parent, you're like, oh, my, my other baby had eczema or all babies have eczema. But treating that eczema is really important. And I have been very excited about our partnership with the skincare brand Ever Eden. This is a line of non-toxic skincare products. They put out an amazing eczema healing treatment cream in 2022. I have never seen an over-the-counter, non-steroidal, non-toxic product work like this. It works better than all of the steroid-containing creams that you need a prescription for. So if your baby has eczema and you're looking for a treatment cream, I can't recommend the Ever Eden Healing Treatment Cream enough. I have an affiliate discount code for Ever Eden. My code Katie15 works for a discount. I love their products because they're all designed by their moms in medicine team who are dermatologists, moms. We've interviewed a number of them, especially the food allergy mom, Rebecca Hartman, who is a doctor as well. The baby that had eczema and a baby that had food allergies has food allergies. And she's like, listen, it's not your fault. But she talks a lot about the importance of taking care of that skin barrier. So check out Ever Eden. The code is KD15. And all the products that treat eczema are National Eczema Association approved. And I'm excited about what they're doing for eczema in the new year, too. I think in the new year, another thing we're going to see more of is increased scrutiny of ingredients in foods and formulas fed to babies. Formula has really, you know, 2022 was a rough year for formula. Well, depends where you are. Was a rough year for a lot of moms and parents and families who rely on formula because of the infant formula recall and then the infant formula shortage. But I think the silver lining here is that we're starting to see increased interest in alternative formulas by all sorts of parents in the United States. In the past, like I know when I would, my quadruplets were supplemented with formula and I would go to the store, I just bought like the brand name that was on the shelf. And I remember looking at being like, why are there corn syrup solids in this? Like 
it felt weird to me as a dietitian, but like that was the industry standard and there wasn't really a lot of other choice. Because of what happened with the infant formula shortage, we've kind of, I think the cat is out of the bag with regard to the fact that there are different formulas out there and there's some really innovative formula companies starting to challenge this traditional notion that formula has corn syrup solids as the primary source of carbohydrate in it and they're not okay with that. So what that also leads to is that parents who are interested in scrutinizing the ingredients in the formulas that they're offering their baby are also increasingly interested in the types of foods that they're going to be offering their baby when they start solid foods. Hey, we're going to take a quick break, but I'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. If you've been thinking about giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's a convenient, flexible, affordable, and entirely online experience. All you do is just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can also switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. I used to think therapy was just for people who have experienced major trauma, but therapy can help you be at your best no matter what you're going through. So whether it's to learn new positive coping skills, set more realistic boundaries, or just show up as a better version of yourself, BetterHelp is here to help. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so that you can do more of it. If you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can help you get there and BetterHelp can help you. Visit betterhelp.com slash weaning today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash weaning and get 10% off your first month. So I think you're going to see more pushback, I hope. Some of this is, I think, but a lot of it is, I hope, like commercial packaged infant feeding foods, products, pouches that have added sugar in them. You're going to parents being like, wait a minute, there's not supposed to be added sugar in my baby food. Why does the baby yogurt have added sugar in it? Let's read our labels. Let's be a little bit more cognizant of the foods that we're buying and know that there are some other alternatives out there. So I am looking forward to more of that, just that increased scrutiny because as a dietitian, sometimes you feel like you're the only one saying it, like these products are full of things that shouldn't be in babies' bodies. Added sugars, refined carbohydrates, lots of salt, making your food for your baby. If you're making food for yourself and you can modify it so your baby can eat it, kind of takes you all out of this uh, scenario, which I think is nice. But I know a lot of us rely on convenience foods from time to time. And I think it would be nice if there were some more options that were more aligned with what feeding experts like myself recommend that we put in babies' bodies. I told my team to put this list together, and Caitlin, who is our dietitian, would probably also admit that she spends a lot of time on TikTok doing market research, as we call it, regarding content creation, and she's like, dude, tin fish is blowing up on TikTok. So I've been doing, <laughs> we include canned seafood products on our 100 first food list. I've been doing I feel like sardine baby led weaning content since at least 2016. It's nice to see adults catching on to the beauty that is canned seafood. There are so many types of amazing canned seafood. Like parents are like, oh my gosh, how am I going to feed my baby shellfish? I'm like, there's a ton of ways that you can do it. So I hope that with more parents and adults being interested in tinned fish, that we'll see some more of it for the baby space because there are a lot of really amazing canned food products that your baby can eat. We definitely have some concerns about canned tuna. I did a very, very well-received episode this year is one of our, the highest downloaded episodes that we had. And it was called Tuna Talk. 
is it safe for babies to eat canned tuna? And I interviewed Michael Hansen, who's a PhD and the head scientist at Consumer Reports. Consumer Reports has really been a leader in the space of this talk about, you know, should we or should we not believe the United States government recommendations about eating canned tuna because of the potential for mercury? So there are a lot of upsides to offering your baby seafood, including fish, with regards to is it potentially allergenic food and the nutrition and the zinc, but also there's some drawbacks about the potential for heavy metals such as mercury. So I think we're going to be seeing some more interest. Hopefully it'll trickle down to baby led weaning as far as tin fish goes. Another trend that's out there right now is kind of using the nut and oat pulp from like making homemade milk alternatives and then using that pulp for flour. Okay, so there's another gal on our team. There's three people on our team, basically me, Lauren and Caitlin. So Caitlin is our other dietitian, and then Lauren is our growth strategist, and she lives in Irvine. And so I live in San Diego, Caitlin lives in Long Beach. So we meet up quite frequently in, at Lauren's house in Irvine. And she's always got like the latest and greatest gadgets. Her husband works in coffee and food, and she has this thing called an almond cow, which is like this contraption that makes almonds into almond milk. And I just thought almond milk came from the store. I mean, obviously it once was originally almonds, but like I talk a lot about how I don't use almond milk as a way to introduce babies to tree nuts almond because there's hardly any protein left if you look at commercially processed almond milk. And then when you look at how almond are actually processed into milk, she was using this almond cow. There's like all of this pulp and this like amazing nutrient rich like stuff left over. And you're like, what are you going to be doing with that? So it's kind of interesting that as a TikTok trend, you know, that trickles down to parents being like, hey, Katie, how can I do this? to make it safe for my baby to eat. And certainly we don't offer, you know, sawdust-esque, really dry, crunchy foods to babies, but the potential to process it into flour and utilize that is awesome because that's where most of the protein and the nutrition is. And the protein's a potentially allergenic part of that. So I know I, for one, will be experimenting. I'm gonna go to Lauren's house, get all the leftovers from her almond cow after she makes almond milk and work on some baby led weaning recipes with it for you guys in the new year. All right, avocado oil trending hard, which I feel like it's like, you know, like Chia always is on a trend, like Chia pets back in the 70s. And then Chia and like whatever diet craze is going on, she always shows up. And this was not on my original list, but I even gave into the Chia trend last year. We actually did an episode on Chia versus flax. So Chia or flaxseed, which is better for babies. That's episode 273. But I feel like maybe Chia was last year's trend. And this year, it's going to be avocado oil. And it's cyclical. I feel like avocado oil it doesn't really go out of favor, but like it comes back in favor. And parents are like, oh, I've never even heard of avocado oil. Well, avocado oil is one of my favorite oils for baby led weaning. So I'm super excited that other people are going to be excited about it. And the reason why I love avocado oil is because a number of reasons. It works for baby led weaning really well because it has a very mild flavor profile, right? Like we want your baby to learn how to taste the foods that you're introducing, not like the overpowering flavor of the oil. It has a very high smoke point. So we fry a lot of foods, make a lot of fritters for baby led weaning. And I like avocado oil as a good, basic, like pantry staple to have on hand. Another episode from earlier this year was all about fritters. So how to make fritters for self-feeding babies. That was episode 143. And I talk a little bit more about the avocado oil choice in there. But I did a whole separate oil episode, kind of comparing some of my favorite ones. Like avocado oil is up there, but yeah, it's expensive and the benefits include that it has a high smoke point, it has a mild flavor profile, but it also has a very good fatty acid profile. So we want to choose oils that have a higher percentage of unsaturated fatty acids, the good ones, than the saturated ones, which are the bad ones. So in episode 256, I talked all about oil and what type of oil should I use for baby led weaning. 
if you're just like in the oil aisle and you're like, just give me the answer. I like avocado oil and I think we're going to see more of it in the new year. Hey, we're going to take a quick break, but I'll be right back. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. All right, last trend that I am predicting um, spiking interest in for the 2023 year, if TikTok is any indicator, are fermented foods and fermentation. And it's kind of been a sticking point for us because a lot of the fermented foods are really high in sodium, at which point they would not be appropriate for babies and baby led weaning, right? Because we don't offer babies high sodium food. We really want to minimize the salt. We want your baby, again, tasting the flavors of the food, not the overwhelming salty additives that we're adding. So In episode 267 this year, I did fermented foods. Can babies safely eat fermented foods? And we had some pretty cool ideas in there. We came up with some different recipes. I'm going to kind of flesh some of those out in the new year because I know a lot of parents are interested in like the taste of fermented foods, some of the potential health benefits. And then how can we modify these foods to make them safe for babies? Like we want our babies to ultimately be eating, you know, modified versions of the same foods the rest of the family is eating. So if fermentation continues to trend in the new year, I'll be right there with you guys figuring out how we can do it a little bit easier. Like some of the ways that we had recommended in the past, I don't feel like they were like super doable for family. So I want to get some easier fermentation stuff for you guys in the new year. So just a little roundup of some infant feeding trends and predictions from 2023. I'm interested to hear what you guys think is going to be trending. If you are on TikTok, were there too? Be very begrudgingly, I must admit, as a 45-year-old old person, but I'm very grateful to the lovely but younger than me team members who are making a <laughs> making me make relevant content for you guys. So if you're on TikTok at Baby Led Wean Team and Instagram Baby Led Wean Team and all of the other places, I'll be there in the new year to help you guys give your babies a safe transition and a safe start to solid foods using baby led weaning. And I'm looking forward to spending the new year with you guys here on the podcast. We're online at blwpodcast.com. Special thanks to our partners at Airwave Media. If you guys like podcasts that feature food and science and using your brain, check out Airwave Media and head to blwpodcast.com for lots more info on baby led weaning. Take care. <laughs> 